I'm Jonathan Goldstein, host of Wiretap. Each week you're invited to listen in on my telephone conversations, whether funny, sad, wistful, or even slightly strange. You never know just what you might hear on Wiretap. Uh, I mean, I knew you had a show. I just, I just didn't think that people actually listened to it. Howard, That's you... the breath of your genius, Jonathan. It's not just that you're funny, but you can be cripplingly, poignantly depressing. The Wiretap Archives, available on CBC Listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. The first look at the loony bearing the face of King Charles. Dior is out with a line of bougie skincare products for infants. This is a very, very serious matter. We're not serious. Uh, let's be serious. Because news. With Gavin Crawford. Why, hello, everybody. I am Gavin Crawford. Welcome to Because News, Canada's funniest news quiz. Two astronauts aboard the International Space Station have lost a tool bag while doing maintenance outside the ship. The bag will orbit for a few months before disintegrating, surpassing Jeff Bezos' record for the longest time a tool has spent in space. (laughs) Oh, I love... uh, Take them down. Over the next 30 minutes, we'll be making games out of the news. Let's welcome this week's panel. He also met with Xi Jinping this week. He just didn't make a real big deal out of it. It's the always diplomatic Chris Sandifers. Thank you so much. In the middle chair, she has been practicing her side profile in the hopes that she can be the next person on the loony. Look over there. It's Martha Chavez. (laughs) Thank you. And finally, he's just here to promote his ska cover of All I Want for Christmas is You. It's the very festive Miguel Rivas. Drops tomorrow. Drops tomorrow on on all your streaming platforms. Too early, too early, too soon. (laughs) Would listen. All right, panel, are you ready? Yes. Yes. No, but yes. Then let's begin. Here we go. Yeah. Panel, it is time for Tape of the Week. Have a listen to this supercut of ads and be prepared to guess what product was making headlines this week. I lowered my A1C, CV risk, and lost some weight. In studies, the majority of people reached an A1C under 7 and maintained it. I'm under 7. Here's your A1C. Oh, my A1C is under 7. My A1C under 7. Okay. For a point, what product says it will keep your A1C under 7? Oh, uh, P- Pantene Pro-V. <laughs> Martha. What is an A1C? <laughs> great question. I don't know, but it feels pretty great when it's under seven. <laughs> yes. Is it A1 steak sauce? A1C. Uh, it's a pharmaceutical. Aggressive, inconsiderate children yeah. under seven. Is that it? Like a, some medication? Correct answer. Ozempic. Oh. It is Ozempic. Ozempic. You may have heard of Ozempic. Yeah, yes. uh, why was Ozempic making headlines in Canada this week? Well, I think that everyone's just trying to get ahead of the holiday eating season. Like, prep yourself by losing too much weight so then you can eat all you want. I Legitimate mean, it, it's solid logic. Uh, it is not quite correct. Uh, because Ozempic is for people with diabetes. Yes. But a lot of people with no diabetes. <laughs> For the listeners, she indicated been, uh, herself. Have been uh, using Ozempic to lose weight. I don't know that I've ever seen someone brag so hard about not having diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But, but I don't have diabetes because of the Ozempic. 
because it, it, I was I was borderline I was borderline borderline like at, at almost at six point nine, and he's below seven. No. Wait. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Was that you in the commercials? I was, was five pounds, but I didn't know that it was called A C. I thought they were talking about IQ. No. A1C refers to your average blood glucose level. Oh, oh I that's see. what it is. So it should obvious. be under seven. The reason it's making the headlines, you're correct for the point, Martha. Oh. The headline from CBC News reads National Ozempic Shortage Impacting Locals with Diabetes and Pharmacies. Wow. wow. We're so late stage pandemic. First it was bread, then it was everything <laughs> else. Now we're all the way down to Ozempic. That's uh, crazy. Yes, there is an Ozempic shortage. Ontario, BC, Alberta, and Nova Scotia are all reporting shortages, forcing pharmacists to limit refills of the drug. Wow. Ozempic is approved by the FDA and Health Canada to treat type 2 diabetes. It is not approved to treat weight loss. Still, the Canadian Pharmacists Association told CBC News that up to 50% of prescriptions in Canada are for weight loss. Yeah. Wait, Martha, did you say you got Ozempic? Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't lose one pound. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. So I don't, I, I, well, besides when you go to the, the pharmacy, the pharmacy says, well, you're not diabetic, okay? Like you feel bad because there is a lot of people there and you feel selfish. But I didn't know that this shortage was happening. But the problem is I found out that your pancreas can go. So just so you can put a size seven. You know what I mean? Like it has a lot of side effects that uh, you can avoid if you just shot your pie hole. I never. So you, can get, you, can get, you can get below seven below organs. Seven. Yeah. 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 Below seven My organ organs. count is below seven. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, I've never met a pancreas I liked. They can all go. They can yeah. all go, frankly. Yeah. I don't like that it's a needle. I don't think I it's, could do it's it. It's a needle here. You put in your arm. Oh, it's in your stomach. Too squeamish. You Too pinch squeamish. it. Yes. Then with this little, little needle, chakata, 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 because they were prescribing <laughs> two milligrams, but they they went short at two milligrams, uh-huh. so they give you one of 0.25, so you have to inject eight times. Whoa, that's why there's a shortage. Make it a pill. If I, I, if I go on Ozempic, I want my plunger to have the Martha sound effect of chakata, 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 chakata. The company that makes Ozempic said in an email to CBC News that it does not advertise Ozempic for weight loss, yet every commercial mentions it. Because they say the side effects. The side effects and some weight loss may occur. And then uh, as they are cavorting in a, in a yard, you know, first you see a chunky chick like me, and then you see a supermodel playing the same person. So you know that... <laughs> you just put it in a cool song. Like the commercial has like, oh, 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 it's Zambic. <laughs> you lose weight. <laughs> Uh, they actually put up a tiny on-screen disclaimer that says Ozempic is not a weight loss drug. At the same time, as the people in the clips are doing this. Adults lost up to 14 pounds. I lost some weight. <laughs> I lost hey, some weight. I don't know how. He's not that. If the actor's saying it shrugs yeah. audibly, I lost some weight. Yeah. You're right. He's not saying that it's going to happen. It's like it might happen. It's a, it's a disjointed thought. I'm on Ozempic and my A1C yeah. is below seven. I lost I'm some weight. Sorry, yeah. Once there was a, dro- uh, a drug for blood pressure and it turned out to give hair to men. Remember that one? 
like in the early nineties, I remember I used to work for for a dentist who was going bald, and he was like, "I don't have blood, high blood pressure." It was real game. I, did this, the real game, I yeah. grew some hair. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ozempic wasn't the only pharmaceutical getting a lot of attention in the press this week, panel. Something called Zonic was also in the news. Zonic is a nicotine (laughs) replacement therapy, but it is not a vape or a patch. It is something completely new. Get out of here. What is this brand new way people can get their nicotine? It's like, it's Zonic waves. (laughs) It's like a ray gun, Zonic. You Uh, snort it. <laughs> That'd be cool. Well, Miguel is closer than a ray gun. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. The headline from Globe and Mail reads Health Canada approved Zonic flavored nicotine pouches. Oh, wow. Nicotine pouch? What do you mean? What does that mean? A pouch? Yes. The complete headline reads Health Canada approved Zonic flavored nicotine pouches target teens, say health experts. Why are they worried that they are targeting teens? I think it's targeted towards teens because it's like it's next to like Hubba Bubba and stuff. Like, is it just in the candy aisle? Oh, like Big League Chew. Big League Chew. Yeah, it's that, like, that, it was that like gum candy. that was meant like like chewing uh, tobacco. But now instead of tobacco, it's Sonic, whatever uh, that is. Well, Chris will get the point because he said it looks like candy, and that is correct. Oh. It comes in colorful little containers that look like they hold candy. It also comes in fun flavors with jazzy names. Oh. Oh uh, what do you think the jazzy names are for the nicotine pouches? Radberry. Chewberry. Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> That's an actual berry. What about like, what about like fineapple? Fineapple. Fineapple. Uh, Tropic Breeze is Tropic one of them. Breeze. Berry Frost. Okay. Yeah. And Chill Mint. Berry oh. Chill Mint. Yeah. These are not as good as what we just said. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, I happen to have Zonic here. Just so you can see how it's packaged. It looks like this. It's a little plastic container that looks like it contains candy. What flavor is that? Uh, this is Berry Frost. Oh. Chewberry. And uh, yeah, it's these like... That the, looks like cocaine. I was going to say... <laughs> it's a little I know I already pouch, said cocaine a few pouch times, filled with powder pouch that you're Molly. supposed to That's tuck Molly. under your lip. What are the active ingredients? Is it a drug? It's nicotine. Ah! It is nicotine. You see what's happening. You see what's happening. Like there are people that are lowering the age of work and children are going to start working at the mines again. So they are. are, are, It's about time. And I agree. It's It's about time. It's coming. Child labor. So that's why they're giving them tobacco. I keep getting scared like you're going to do it every time you bring it to your mouth, Gavin. No, I I tried it earlier this week to see uh, and it. If you've ever accidentally drank a beer that has a cigarette butt in it, <laughs> that's what it's like. It's like a wet cigarette butt, so uh, it, not for me. So they uh, won't like it, the kids. They won't like it. I don't I know. Kids like to be cool. How old do you need to be to purchase Zonic? 71. <laughs> 71 years young. I'm going to say the age of uh, to run for president, 35. <laughs> No, uh, I think everybody, guess. everybody can purchase it. There is no limit. You are correct for the point, Martha yes. Chavez. This is, is why my seven-year-old daughter has been acting strange. <laughs> <laughs> there is no minimum age limit, and they sell it in convenience stores and gas stations. In uh, our country? In this, in this yes. high nation? Uh, yes. The headline from Global News reads, Nicotine pouches can be sold to kids in Canada. Experts sound alarm. <laughs> The Canadian Cancer Society said this week this is the first time in more than 100 years in Canada it's legal to sell nicotine to children. Well, but the nicotine is an appetite suppressant, right? 
Uh, yes. That is the solution for the lack of Ozempic. You see, <laughs> I'm overthinking. We've come full circle. <laughs> Zonic is made by Imperial Tobacco, which says the pouches fall under a completely new product category. Mm. For Ooh. a bonus point, what is the brand new product category these nicotine pouches fall under? Most evil. <laughs> <laughs> A new um, product category. Okay, so oral fixation inhibitor dash flavored. Wow, you are incredibly close. I might even give you a point for that. The category is simply known as modern oral. <laughs> oh! Oh! We'll take I'm a sorry, break. Se- we'll be right back. They're selling modern oral to our children? Yes. <laughs> a company representative is quoted as saying they're very excited about modern oral going forward. <laughs> Because, 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 Huddle up for this round panel. Sunday marks the 110th time this will happen in Canada. It is a national tradition that usually involves a whole lot of men. What is happening for the 110th time this Sunday? Is it one of those things where you pull up to an empty parking lot in the suburbs and there's all those classic cars lined up? <laughs> the men share their engine stories? The 110th classic car show is not the right answer. It's going to be the 110th gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Does anyone know the correct answer? What is happening for the 110th time? Martha? The Canadian Super Bowl. The Grey Cup. You are correct for the point. It is the Grey Cup. Cup. The headline from TSN reads, Blue Bombers open as Grey Cup favorites over Alouettes. The 110th Grey Cup is taking place in Hamilton, Ontario. It will be the Winnipeg Blue Bombers versus the Montreal Alouettes. Mm-hmm. Bonus point, what is an Alouette? Is that a louette gentille? It's like a species of oiseau. It's like a species of It's jaunty, that's for sure. Yeah. It Whatever flies. It French bird. It's a French bird. It is indeed a bird. It is actually a lark. Oh. oh, yes. Which is what we're doing here. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, sidebar, but back to football now. This will be a particularly historic game. It is the first time Montreal and Winnipeg will ever play against each other. But there is another reason that this game is special, and that has to do with the Bombers quarterback, Zach Kalaros. What kind of history will Zach be making this weekend? Well, he's a dog, so it's like Air Bud, but now it's, you know what I mean? It's fun for everyone. It's fun for the kids. He's not first dog in the Grey Cup. Colaro, he is playing for the fourth time, and he will make the touchdown with a ball that has glitter because his objective is to make Taylor Swift fall in love with him. (laughs) You are correct for the first part. It is the fourth, he'll be the first quarterback to start in four consecutive Grey Cup games. Oh, wow. But he did also apparently used to be Travis Kelsey's roommate. Wow. What? So I was So you might get an extra point for the Taylor Swift steal. Taylor Swift, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Winnipeg are the heavy favorites, while Montreal is simply embracing its underdog status. Can you tell me, what Christmassy metaphor did the Alouette's quarterback use to describe his team? 
I remember reading in this in the sports section that he compared his team to Whoville, the Whovilles and Whovillians, the Whovillians, <laughs> and the, every other team is the Grinch. It was not that. What Christmassy metaphor did he use, Miguel? Did he call them snowflakes? Uh, oh, he, gr- great! Yeah. He said, "Pack the field with balls of glory." That's what he said. <laughs> That was his Christmas. That's a Christmas metaphor. It yeah. certainly is. Uh, but it was not the one he... He did not go with pack the fields with, with balls, balls of, of glory. glory. Why not? Uh, he said that his team was basically a band of misfit toys. Uh. <laughs> Here is what the quarterback said. Yeah, I told you guys all year we're a band of misfit toys. There's a lot of guys on this team that... Uh, that were kind of exiled from their own team. <laughs> yep, they're a band of misfit toys. Nobody wants a Nickelback. <laughs> Remember that? No one wants a Charlie in the box. Uh, according to Sportsnet, the Alouettes are made up of players who were discarded from their other teams. Uh, Montreal's fans are known for doing something that the stadium has banned. What won't Montreal fans be allowed to do at this year's Grey Cup? Smoke the cigarettes. <laughs> they won't be allowed to curse uh, uh, in Quebecois because they, they English Canadians only understand who is la toilette, and it's not fair. It's not fair. And it's not fair. That's why. Uh, it is not French cursing. Uh, good. Chris, you lived in Montreal for a, uh, yeah, a long really time. Yeah, I'm really trying to think so. about what uh, is allowed. What are the fans sort of notorious for doing? Rioting. Rioting. <laughs> I was there when they rioted. I was there when the farmer pre that's like your shopper's drug mart. I was there when we, I, I threw a brick through that. Dude. You, shouldn't, you shouldn't say that into a microphone on the nationally broadcast radio. Boys, we finally got him. <laughs> Famously, brick throwing has no statute of limitations. Sure it does. Sure it does. The headline reads, Grey Cup blow to Alouettes, air horns banned at the Grey Cup. Oh, the Vuvuzela. Because it reminds people of the convoy. It's traumatic. Is that why? According to Three Down Nation, fans in Montreal are notorious for their use of air horns, but this weekend, no whistles, no musical instruments, powered megaphones, or air horns will be allowed in the stands. I'm sorry. It's football. Yeah. How am I going to support my team? Apparently, it's golf now. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of people going, shh. I think fans of Because New should have Vuvuzelas in here. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Really amp up the energy. Very good. Despite not being able to sound off on air horns, the Alouettes might have a leg up in this weekend's game as the Blue Bombers linebacker Adam Big Hill has been seen wearing something this week that might impede his ability to score. If you're wearing a wedding ring, it, you know, you certainly can't score with one of those. Hey, you know hey. Oh, no, that was a joke answer. My real answer is an adult diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Martha, any well, idea what they, he was wearing that would impede his ability to score? When he says, but the Alouettes may have a leg up. Of course, how can you score with a leg up? <laughs> <laughs> like, try to score, try to run a football field just with one leg. You can't. <laughs> when she's right, she's right. She's <laughs> right. You're in the ballpark. It was a walking boot. The headline from the Winnipeg Free Press, Hobbled Big Hill will be a game day decision. Oh my God, Hobbled Big Hill is a great name. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually the name of my grandfather. I'm I'm Hobbled Big Hill. Hobbled Big Hill the third. Yeah. My grandpa was Hobbled Big Hill. My son is Hobbled Big Hill. (laughs) 
the city of Hamilton has rolled out the red carpet. On Monday, the cup itself arrived in the hammer in an exceedingly patriotic way. Driven in on the back of a Ford F-150. <laughs> it arrived by water, driven by a lodge of beavers. <laughs> and it was overflowing with maple syrup. You can get more Canadian than that. I think you can get more Canadian. That trophy arrived on Flair Airlines. <laughs> Delayed on a long layover at YYZ because that's how, what you gotta be in this country to be a Canadian. Martha was close. It was actually uh, transported in on the log, log driver's waltz. <laughs> Rolled down some logs. They burled it down and down white water. That's how the Grey Cup got to Hamilton. Uh, it did arrive by boat. Uh, ahead Headline from the Hamilton Spectator reads: "Ahoy, Grey Cup shipped to Hamilton on HMCS Harry DeWolf." Ah, that's so patriotic. <laughs> yes, it was a delivered boat. by an enormous warship oh, uh, oh. on a four and a half hour journey to Hamilton from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you leave in rush hour? That's on you. <laughs> Because news with Gavin Crawford. I'm Gavin Crawford, joined by Martha Chavez, Miguel Rivas, and Chris Sandiford. You can catch Chris in the new horror movie Thanksgiving. It is in theaters now. Yay! Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. It is time. To play Connect Four. Oh. I'm going to give you four terms. I want you to try and identify the news story these terms all appeared in this week. Here are your four terms. Admin123, QWERTY, I love you, Big Basket. <laughs> Chris Sandiford, any idea what unites those four terms? These are all AI-generated Netflix titles. Oh, that's a good that's guess. A good guess. But incorrect. Martha, do you know? Well, this is the reason I was hacked in the early 2000s, because I wrote my passport with mirrors. I didn't think about it. You know, like, queer, it sounds queer. I am queer. I'm going to put it, you know, like, and it was very easy to guess. Yeah, you are correct for the point. They are all passwords. Uh, those are all Big passwords. Basket. Big basket. Passwords were making the news this week. A headline from the Daily Mail UK reads, Will we ever learn the most common passwords of the year are revealed? Mm -hmm. A study by a password management company revealed the 200 most common passwords in a number of different countries. Can you guess what was the most popular password in Canada? F. Trudeau. <laughs> Probably, honestly, yeah. Unfortunately. I should, you know. Yeah. Putin? Oh, 
Um, we know. QWERTY, I think, probably. QWERTY was on the list. Uh, the list uh, but uh, you mean like it wasn't but on the list? the number one uh, most used password in Canada? One, two, three, four, five, six. No! Okay. But that's the joke answer. You're just having a joke answer. What's the real... That really That's is the, real one? the wow. number one password. According to the study, one, two, three, four, five, six was the top admin and password. Mm. Unreal. Uh, we're still rounding out the top three. Never thought of wow. that. Password. password. But yeah, there's a brilliance and a simplicity to it. Probably more of a simplicity. Global News ran the headline, Canadians continue to choose terrible passwords. Mm. We're not alone. There were okay. uh, terrible passwords in pretty much every country. The password Pitbull123 yeah. landed at number 13 in a particular country. What country loves Pitbull123? A Latin country. <laughs> you would think. Oh, and yet... Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, no, the wow, United that's, States. that's probably the United States. In fact, Germany. Germany. Oh, wow. Yeah, Germany. Okay. Very popular in Germany. Wunderbar. Wow. In Estonia, they often use the name of a website followed by 123. Which website makes a popular password in Estonia? Pornhub123. <laughs> Miguel Rivas for the points. <laughs> oh, my God. It no. is Pornhub123. Wow. Oh, my God. Which ranks 16th on the list of most website. used Estonian passwords. <laughs> Married man. He's a very bad, folks. <laughs> According to the study, the average person currently manages 100 passwords across the sites and services they use. How long do they say a password should be to be secure? Uh, more than eight characters. And then you have to put like a number, uh, a, a hieroglyphic. The blood, the like blood of a virgin. Chris, yeah. how many characters do you think you know, uh, to make your password secure? I go with six, but the, the classic characters, Joey, Phoebe, Monica, <laughs> Ross, the other one. Um, they say your password should be at least 20 characters. No! That's wow. more than Pride and Prejudice. How are you going to remember that? Can we calm down with the hacking, please? Yeah. Can we just calm down with the hacking? It's insane. Can yeah. we just, it used to just be you had a, a house with a lock, you know, and people would, you know, you have a key to your house. Back it in the day, be- all you needed was a key. Kids could get nicotine. Things were so much better. <laughs> Panel, get ready for this week's Altered Lyrics. That's right. Oh, boy. More news, another song. Have a listen to this one, once sung by the great Dean Martin, and now ruined by me. (laughs) (laughs) Pay close attention and see if you can figure out the headline that inspired it. When the ground starts to rise, much to your great surprise, that's Volcano. When the world starts to heave, so you pack up and leave, that's Volcano. Things will quake, shimmy, shimmy, shake, shimmy, shimmy, shake, and you think, what the hell <laughs> When you walk down the street and there's fire on your feet, better run. When you hear people scream, oh my God, it's another Pompeo. Excuse me, buddy, you see, beneath old Napoli, that's Volcano. Volcano. Oh, I thought you were going to go into the key change there. Beautiful. 
Bravo, bravo. There's your altered lyric panel. A headline from this week reads, A super volcano in Italy is waking up. Should we be concerned? Nah. There's so much to worry about these days. Let's let the super volcano do its thing. First point goes to whoever can tell me this. What makes a volcano a super volcano. Well, it's the volcano that goes around to all the other units in the building and make sure that the <laughs> toilet's flush. You know, it's the superintendent volcano. Uh, it is not. Martha? A cape. <laughs> a cape killed me. I think to be classified as a super volcano, you have to have over 100,000 followers. Otherwise, you're just a micro volcano. <laughs> It is the amount of magma that the volcano has oh. spewed. Super volcanoes have to have emitted over 240 cubic miles of magma in their last eruption. It's a lot. That is a lot. I'm going to do my own research on that. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't agree, Gavin. Chris does not agree. <laughs> magma make America musical again. <laughs> yeah, we need magma hats. <laughs> it's, They're yeah. getting their magma hats in Italy. <laughs> Italy's Campi Flegre mm. is a huge super volcano beneath the Bay of Naples. For a point, what does Campi Flegre mean? I'm going to stop you right there. It's actually Campi Fieri, and it means flavor country. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a flavor country, Miguel. Any guess? Yeah, it's uh, Campi Flegre. It's a secret level in Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the Campi Flegre. <laughs> it's no. me, Campi Flegre. Oh. <laughs> You know what, we're never, we don't talk about the Mushroom Kingdom enough when we talk about Italy, you know what we I should. mean? We really should. Uh, Martha, any idea what Campi Flegri Campi means? Campi Flegri, it means fields of fire. You are correct for the Whoa. point. It is burning fields. Burning fields. Burning fields. What is it that makes scientists think this particular supervolcano is waking up? It had too much arbiada. <laughs> And, you know, you got a little rumble in your tum-tum and you got too much. Sorry, what am I doing here? What is this? Because things are happening and they are related to each other. You know that after many years that we did not see him, Fabio, the <laughs> Italian, showed up. You remember Fabio? He was a male model who got hit by a goose while on a roller coaster. How could we forget? So he was on a roller coaster and a goose hit him. And now he's giving historical and political analysis about the crisis in the Middle East. That's where we are at. Wait, is that true? true? Fabio's back? Yes. And on Fox News, he was talking about things that he couldn't probably understand. Well, no, I mean, to be fair, I've been seeing a lot of analysis and I really wasn't sure. Who to believe? But now that Fabio is there, he's getting into politics. He's running for the The second, it's the second. That's what they say. The prophecy is the second coming of Fabio. We herald herald the awakening of the super volcanoes. I'll give you a point for rumbly in the tumbly, (laughs) even though I can't believe I will, because it is actually a number of earthquakes. The region has experienced over 3,450 earthquakes so far in 2023. The Guardian headline reads, Italy plans for mass evacuations as quakes continue around supervolcano. There is actually a volcano that is erupting in Italy right now. Can you name that volcano? It's my favorite Mount Volcano, Mount 
Etna. You're correct for the point. It is Mount Etna. Why do you have a favorite volcano? <laughs> because Etna is one of the ones that you can just go visit. It's just, right. it's always going, and it's not threatening anyone. It's she just gives there. you coffee. She, she gossips. Good, oh, the it's wine like, in that region. <laughs> it's volcanic. It's I she imagine. gives. She doesn't take. There is another volcano that is causing even more pressing concerns in the headlines this week. Can you tell me where is the volcano danger extremely high this week? I'd say the highest danger. Is right outside the volcano, like the right there, the top, the near the top, vol- the nipple, it- the part where it comes out. Um, oh, Reykjavik in, in Iceland. Yes, yes, you are correct for the point, Miguel Rivas. It is Iceland. Yeah. All right, okay. okay. The CBS headline reads: Iceland experiences another 800 earthquakes overnight as researchers find signs volcanic eruption is near. Oh, my God. Uh, At the time of taping, there hasn't been a volcanic eruption in Iceland, but scientists anticipate it could happen at any time. There is a magma intrusion running directly under the town of Grindavik. The town was evacuated, 4,000 people, on Friday. How did that evacuation go? They said, that's it. (coughs) We're going. And then they all went. You are correct for the point, Martha. It's Iceland. So how it went was very smoothly. Very smoothly. When you watch the Icelandic people on the news, they're very chill about it. They're just oh. like, they told us to leave, so we left. <laughs> we took our things and calmly drove uh, to Reykjavik. <laughs> You're like, wow, that is, I don't think that would happen here. Uh, yeah. Not quite. So then you guys are going back to work? No, we have three-day work week. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, for the record, we should just say, hang in there, people of Iceland. We hope you're safe. Oh, yeah, Totally. Despite this being a dire situation, the Icelanders do seem fairly calm. Have a listen to Greipur, who posted this on TikTok. People from all over the world are texting me and saying, uh, I hope you're safe. Uh, I'm still in Iceland. I'm probably safer than you. Uh, There's only one town in Iceland that is uh, not safe. And uh, all the people from that town have been evacuated. Why did he have to brag? There is a there is an apocalyptic sound right there. You know, like in the background, it sounds you hear a bubbling volcano. Look behind you! It took about six hours, and people were told to calmly gather their things and head out of town, and they did. Then on Tuesday, residents were allowed back into the town for five minutes. Why were they allowed to go back for five minutes? Oh, to set their clocks back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that happened, right? At the same time, that's kind of yeah, coincides. Yeah. To, to take something, their jewelry, I imagine. Jewelry was one of the things. Uh, the jewelry. other thing was? To pick up their children. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how are you kids? We're fine. We're, we're fine. totally yeah. fine. We played hopscotch. And <laughs> we're, we're playing the floor is lava. <laughs> Because the floor is lava. Because there is a magma intrusion. Magma intrusion. We did not invite it in, but uh, it came. Uh, no, I mean, kudos to these people for remaining uh, very calm very in crisis. Calm, yeah. They were allowed to go back for five minutes to collect pets. Let's hear from Griper once again. Someone said, uh, what about the animals? So we went back and got all the horses and dogs. But uh, if you're like a fish or something, or a lizard... Uh, you'll probably be left behind. <laughs> not emotional That's about not it. real. That's not, not emotionally real. attached to his fish yeah, or lizards. No. I don't believe this video. I, if, uh, right now, officials are currently planning how they will direct the flow of lava should a volcano erupt. What is the plan they've come up with? If you've seen the movie Volcano, they blow up the Wilshire Tower in Los Angeles, and it's a skyscraper. They just down it, and then it directs a river of lava down 
the length of the towel. It's a, it's a real thing that happened in a movie. So You're just trying to divert the question. What was it again? How will they direct the flow of lava? Oh, they just like With told the lava about the hot springs to be like, this is very relaxing. And then the magma went in there and then it was cooled down. Come here, my lava. <laughs> Mr. Lava Lava. I mean, I'm afraid Chris is the closest. They are actually um, uh, building walls. Okay. Out of earth and magma to channel the lava, hopefully in the direction they want it to go. The headline from Sky News reads, country's biggest bulldozer dispatched to build defenses. That rocks. How did they build the walls that fast? Ikea! <laughs> well, you know, they, bu- they built the wall, but Greenland paid for it. We'll take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Panel, somehow we've reached the end of another exciting because news. That's right. This week's winner is Martha Chavez. Congratulations, Martha. You have the honor of reading our credits. I am Gavin Crawford. A new report says that Toronto is one of the loneliest places in Canada. And you know what? I agree, as do all seven of my roommates. (laughs) We will see you next week. Why? Because you! Thank you so much for joining us in studio. Give it up for Miguel Rivas, Martha Chavez, and Chris Sandiford. I'm Gavin Drummer. Hey, Canada, this is your amiga Marta Chavez, winner of Because News. Congratulations to my runners-up, Chris Sandefort and Miguel Rivas. Because News is written and produced by Elizabeth Bowie, David Carroll, Gavin Crawford, Phil Long, and Jess Klimowski. This week, they had the help from Jan Caruana and Jacob Duarte. Rounding out the team is Erin Conway, Browning Page, Errol Gonzalez, and our recording engineer, Paul Hodge. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.